Hello, my name is Benjamin Mays, and thank you for joining us. Listen along as we celebrate the lives of some of America's greatest African-American figures and reflect on their contributions to our nation's rich culture, heritage, and history. Today, I will share about the life and legacy of Dr. Mary McLeod Bethune. Born to two former slaves on July 10, 1875, Mary McLeod Bethune had a unique opportunity, not common to many African Americans in post-Civil War America, an education. Her mother Patsy worked for her former owner until she could buy the land on which the family grew cotton, and Mary spent much of her childhood working in her family's field. By the age of nine, Mary could pick 250 pounds of cotton a day. Although much of her schoolwork was designed to prepare her for missionary work, Mary was determined to become a teacher. In 1895, she graduated from Chicago's Moody Bible Institute, and three years later married Albertus Bethune, with whom she had one son, Albert. Their marriage would end in 1907. After no church would sponsor her missionary endeavors, Bethune turned her attention towards education. In 1904, Bethune moved south to eastern Florida, where a large African-American population had grown up at the time of the construction of the Florida East Coast Railway. For nearly a decade, Bethune worked as an educator, teaching in several small, mostly impoverished schools throughout the deeply segregated South. Education, she believed, provided the key to racial advancement and the subsequent end to black disenfranchisement and inequality. In 1904, Bethune founded the Daytona Normal and Industrial Institute for Negro Girls in Daytona, Florida, with only five students. After only three years, her school had over 250. In 1929, her school for the girls merged with the Cookman Institute for Men, forming the Bethune-Cookman College, one of only a handful of colleges offering degrees to African Americans. In addition to her groundbreaking work in the education sphere, Bethune also served as president of Florida's chapter of the National Association of Colored Women and by personal invitation, served as advisor to Presidents Herbert Hoover and Calvin Coolidge on matters of child welfare and health. In 1935, Bethune became a special advisor to President Roosevelt on minority affairs, a role that would define her as both a humanitarian and a civil rights activist decades before the movement became part of the mainstream political scene. While serving as the director of the division of Negro Affairs in the National Youth Administration and a founding member of the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, Mary McLeod's devotion to education never wavered, continuing to establish and raise funds for schools all across America. She even served as the official delegate to the presidential inauguration in Liberia under President Harry Truman in 1949. She fought vigorously for equality and reform earning her reputation as a trailblazer for both women and African Americans living in the United States. Mary McLeod Bethune died on May 18, 1955 in Daytona, Florida. She was 79 years old.